Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me to chat about her upcoming 50th game in the Host Plus Sandful W League is Sturt midfielder Georgia Bevan. Georgia, congratulations on your impending milestone. What will it mean to you? Thanks for having me, Zach. Um, I think it's been a bit of a long time coming. Obviously, I've been in and out with um, AFLW, VFLW, um, NG Thunder games here and there. So it's taken a few more years than I'd probably like. But, um, yeah, really looking forward to being part of the group of players that's made it to their 50th Sample W game. Feels like a big honour. Yeah, it certainly is, and uh, we're just starting to see a few of those double blues girls um, make that milestone, which is great to see this year. Um, it'll be a huge one too uh, against Glenelg at Wigan Oval on Saturday. Uh, it's looming as an mini elimination final, but we'll chat about that a little bit later. Let's talk more to start with about your history and background and I guess how you got into footy but it wasn't footy to begin with uh, was it because uh, your family had another great sporting love yeah yeah so I come from a family of softballers and baseballers so um, mum actually played for Australia for um, with softball and my brother and sister both played in the um, state team for their softball and baseball so mm. um, yeah that was, that was my first love with sport uh, so uh, how did you, like, what did you enjoy about softball and, and, and the like there? And, and I guess tell us about um, when the big decision came. Yeah, I think um, what I love most about softball was, uh, I guess, being a perfectionist at heart, is that um, when you put a lot of hours into it, you can see a lot of improvement with your skills. Um, and it is a, a team game, but there's also those sort of individual performances within it as well and, and being able to um, do those little things for your teammates. But um, I think the, the camaraderie in softball, and it, it's a smaller team, so you're only... Um, having a few less on the ground means that you get to know your teammates quite well. So mm. I, I really enjoyed. We had lots of state trips and um, things over the year. I think I played state for about uh, almost ten years. So wow. lots of um, you know week long trips where you really got to know know people and have some lifelong friends from softball as well. So I just mm. loved, well, I guess, that part of it. Um, and then it got to you know for for a few years I was juggling footy. Like I didn't start it until I was out of school. Um, okay. But it was competition, so started playing club footy out of school and, and was sort of aiming to get into those sort of open state teams for football at the time and I was juggling both state football and state softball so that that was kind of going on in the background until AFW came around and pretty much once I got contracted and drafted with that I had to unfortunately let my softball career go which okay. was a bit sad because um, you know, I did really love it, but I yeah. think when you're playing something for a long time, it's, um, you know, going to something new is a bit refreshing, but I was able mm-hmm. to go back um, a couple of years ago after, um, I can't remember what year it was, 2020, I went back and played a season, but mm-hmm. again, unfortunately, it's one of those things, balancing footy and softball, the pretty different sport, so it was a bit too much on the body to keep trying to both do both, so yeah. I've just been focusing on my footy for the last few years. Yeah, and uh, you're doing a very good job of that. Um, when you, I guess you started your football with Port Adelaide in the old Sawful uh, competition and then uh, moved across to Morphy Parks and were a member of uh, the Triple Premiership era, which obviously a lot of the girls, particularly in that first uh, 
uh, I guess, inaugural Adelaide AFLW team were a part of too. Um, so you were juggling your softball when you played in those three flags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Geez, that's a fair effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember when um, you know, we started AFLW in, in those first years, and I think people you were know, asking about the difference in the training, and I guess for me personally it wasn't much difference in volume of training obviously the Mm. intensity and purpose and programming is a lot different but I'd already been doing so much beforehand it felt like the volume and hours was was fairly similar um although it was now concentrated onto one sport rather than split like split across the two yeah yeah and tell us about that era um obviously uh it was fantastic for the football club but so many wonderful players came out of Morphy Parks didn't they yeah, we had a fantastic group and, um, you know, I think we were sort of setting the pace for what it was like to have elite standards in, in training and preparation and mm. really taking even like, I guess, at that stage all you had was, was that sort of competition and state teams and so that's what you just pushed to be the best footballer you could be and then, you know, AFW sort of came around and it meant that most of us were well equipped to, to jump straight into that those training requirements and, and probably mm. had pretty good habits, um, which I think yep. set us up for that inaugural AFLW season. Which it did for you, uh, playing in that inaugural AFLW Premiership with Adelaide in 2017, which would uh, be no doubt right at the top of your memory list. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where probably um, getting further and further away from it at uh, that time that it happened, it's you know, you realise how special that moment was and um, <clears throat> obviously we lost Heather um, last year and being able to regroup with that that group that we shared the premiership with, you realise the strong connections you share because of those moments and mm. it's, um, yeah, it's something really special and something that I'll always have as a, a really great memory from football. Yeah, for sure. Uh, your time at Sturt, uh, that started the next year in 2018 when you made your debut for the Double Blues. I guess um, you're aligned to the club um, through that arrangement. But um, uh, tell us about your time um, initially with Sturt. I guess you were very much almost like a mother figure there with the Double Blues because it's been such a young group in the way that the club's um, formed its list initially. Yeah, I um, I used to joke that we're, our average age is about 17 for the first couple of years, but I, I think there was a bit of truth to that as well. <laughs> so being, being 23, 24, I felt, um, you know, much, much older than them. But I think the, the girls, you know, in those early years were just so raw and the potential was so great. So I know for me personally, coming back from AFOW, I just wanted to invest as much as I could into the group and I guess help, help pull them along. And, you know, at times probably... You know, when you've got a 24-year-old and a 16-year-old, you know, you're not always going to um, be on the same level of that, that commitment and things like that. But the mm. development of those girls and the effort they've put in has been amazing to witness. And, um, you know, we're reaping the rewards now in the last couple of seasons where they're sort of, you know, they're over 20 now, which is great. <laughs> but um, yeah. you know, they're able to be competing, um, you know, at a high level. And then we've got girls getting drafted, you know, we had Zoe, Alex, Kira, um, Jess Good. So, you know, yep. lots of girls from our program getting picked up. Um, and I think there's much more um, hidden gems in our program still to come. Yeah, it's been special to be on that journey for you because um, the, the group is very close there at Sturt. You haven't, uh, the club hasn't gone and recruited too many from outside of Unley very much uh, 
producing from within your local zone and that's made it that bit more special to rise up to a grand final berth last year and you're knocking on the door of another final series this year. Yeah, definitely. I think um, we really pride ourselves on our culture at Stir, and I think when you're not winning in those early years, you um, you know, we like to say there's, there's got to be a reason that you come out to football and, and for that was just because we enjoyed spending time with each other. We enjoyed doing the hard work and developing and we, we just knew it was a matter of time for things to click and um, luckily, you know, that happened last year and then, you know, this year's been a bit more up and down but it's been a, a matter of, you know, maybe not playing to the expectations we have of ourselves but just those close games that hopefully now we have some practice under our belt where we're actually really set for finals, just got to get mm. over this last hurdle and um, I think we've had good practice in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, let's chat about the milestone game. There's quite a bit riding on it for a minor round game, isn't it? Uh, basically, whoever wins out of Sturt and Glenelg at Wigan Oval this Saturday makes it through to the top four and, and the loser uh, has an early finish to the season. Yeah, I to be honest, like looking at the fixture and, and how things were panning out and obviously with such a number of AFW girls coming back into the competition, um, I kind of knew in my head that I thought it would come down to that last game between <laughs> us and Glenelg. We've just we've had such a, a history of that um, and some really tight battles and I just in my head I just knew that it was <laughs> probably gonna happen in, in some capacity, whether it was, you know, getting into finals or securing a you know a high level spot on the ladder. But um, you know, it's always a really tough, tough battle when we come up to them. But mm. yeah, there is a, a lot going on and um, I you know, for me personally I I'm going to finish up my footy career at the end of um, this oh, okay. W season. So I'm hoping that we can get the win so I can not finish on 50 games and hopefully get to 53. But, yeah, there's a, a lot going on this week. So I, I think all the girls are, are mm. ready to give it a red-hot crack. I was going to ask you that with my very <laughs> next question, how long you can keep on uh, going along, uh, Georgia, because you've had a wonderful career and you're still playing very good football. So uh, you've got enough juice in the tank from my view that you could keep going but um uh yeah why the decision to retire i assume that um work and and your job has a fair bit to do with that yeah yeah so last year i um was successful in kind of head dietitian with the adelaide crows and mm. obviously part of that is a game day role um and this year we've had a few few more clashes than I would have liked and I've okay. had to rope in a few other sample dietitians to help me out so I can still play sample and uh-huh. um, you know for me I, I'm someone who prides myself on giving 100% no matter what I do and I think with sample and the way that the league's developing and, and definitely with our team I just felt if I couldn't give that then I, I think that's you know not what the what the team or the league deserves so mm. I'd rather finish on a high and <laughs> not be crawling out of the door so I thought <laughs> We will call it early, um, hopefully finish on that, that premiership success in, on June 11th and um, I can walk away knowing that I've sort of given given my all. And no doubt you will regardless of the team result. You will do that on a personal level because that's what you have always done, Georgia. Thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that and wishing you all the best for your 50th Host Plus Sample W League game at Wigan Oval against Glenelg on Saturday. It's going to be a cracking contest. No worries. Thanks, Zach.